Friday, June 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones, coming to you from beautiful Tampa, Florida, from the amazing studios of the River Church. Find all the links to that at revival.com. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown is right over here. One of my uh, peanut gallery. I actually have an in-studio audience. They have illustrious, illustrious patriots over here. They better watch out because this is a popular talk show host over there with them, too. I may, I may have to draft them in here. But, but hey, here's Biden putting his hand over his heart for what he thinks is the national anthem. It is the national anthem of India. They don't put their hands over their hearts there. Same thing in Russia, but but we do it here. Uh, but he doesn't know. Of course, you're not supposed to put your hand over your heart for other people's anthems. You do stand for them, which uh, he is doing. Uh, so uh, you just hear somebody in his ear saying, hey, Biden, listen, this is not our anthem. No, no. Let lower it down slow. Don't let anybody notice that you put your hand up. You're in the wrong anthem. There, good, good. You are a sly devil, you. Oh, you are so smart. The big guy. So got to have some comic relief. Okay, let's get really, really serious right now. I have withheld judgment, and I could have easily on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday come on the show and said what I thought about the, the Titanic sub, the Titan, that's now added a new attraction uh, to that graveyard that people like to go visiting in the North Atlantic off the coast of Newfoundland. But the fact that uh, almost no one is buying the official story is interesting. So I got mobbed the last three days. When I say mobbed, I'm staying in a hotel uh, near Tampa. And uh, I was having dinner with my uh, folks yesterday, so the folks were with me. And we had literally half the restaurant come over and say, what's going on with the sub? We don't believe it. And, And I had to say, I don't know yet, but I've got a good idea. And I'd already made up my mind of probably what was going on yesterday afternoon, but I still didn't talk about it on air. Uh, Now I've had some time last night and today to really think about it and look at it. And what we do know is we were lied to as usual. And the Navy specifically has incredible sonar that, that covers all the major oceans of Earth, but particularly that area in the Atlantic where all those Russian subs and things are and undersea cables. And they have signature programs that tell them what type of craft it is uh, just off of its movement from a great distance. But also they know what an implosion uh, sounds like. It's it's like a, it it is an explosion going off underwater. And they know what the sound of debris then hitting the bottom sounds like. So it turns out they instantly knew that sub had reportedly imploded Sunday when it was down near the Titanic. And again, that's a heavily watched, heavily trafficked area of the Atlantic. And they then also got the signature of its debris hitting the bottom. So the Navy knew, and, and, and the Navy incident commander said it was instantly reported to Navy headquarters, which was then reported up on up the chain. So while Biden and the rest of them said, we have no idea what's going on, certainly Biden doesn't ever know what's going on, but the people under them knew that the submarine had disappeared. Uh, its radio link, its text link to the surface uh, ended, and it was pretty clear that it was an implosion. James Cameron, who's a big investor in the company, has come out and really manned up and said, 
though I don't like him, he's a leftist, you know, power-grabbing environmentalist that thinks we should all be depopulated, but he lives like a king. But he came out and he said that um, he thought it was a terrible design of carbon fiber and titanium, but it was good for the earth. Uh, and so they built a submarine, not out of steel, not out of uh, you know, high, uh, you know, incredibly strong, pure titanium or something. No, they did it out of carbon fiber, which I thought carbon's bad, but the, it was a plastic submarine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and so they went down their plastic submarine with their little plastic joystick. And uh, the owner said, we don't like to hire white men because they're bad. That's okay. Well, whatever. She had a bunch of white women. And then uh, bye-bye submarine. So very, very trendy. We're very, very sad they're dead, if that's even true. But I'll give you my take on that. They now officially admit the giant Ukrainian NATO offensive uh, has failed. Uh, we have huge news on so many big fronts today. This is going to be a powerful transmission. I want to welcome all the folks that are watching uh, via the river at revival.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Thank you for joining us on this live, original, teleprompter-free Friday edition of The Alex Jones Show. I'm coming to you from the west coast of beautiful Florida, which is turning deeper and deeper red every day. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's amazing uh, church complex in the International Media Center. We are very, very blessed to be here, revival.com. And, of course, their church is the river. Uh, plenty of parking, amazing security, great grounds. I'll be here Sunday morning greeting people. Uh, it'll be part of the service uh, with Pastor Brown uh, that kicks off at 9.30. And then I'm going to do a special thing that he's invited me to hold an evening with Alex Jones. And uh, the doors open about 6 o'clock or so, but uh, at 7 it's going to start. And it's going to go for three, four hours uh, over all the satellite feeds and uh, video feeds at Revival.com. We're going to link that up on Infowars.com. So there's still time to uh, load up the kin folk and get in the Beverly Hillbillies vehicle because we are kind of that great part of the country from Georgia and uh, Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana and Florida, of course, and many other areas, and join us uh, here at the river in Tampa. Okay, I tried to do it as that little first segment, but I always want to mention what's coming up, and I normally get into like one or two of the stacks and then don't mention the seven or eight other stacks. In this case, seven or eight, usually about 30 stacks in my office, but I've only gone over about eight stacks today. So let me go ahead and just do this for you. Let me, let me tell you what's coming up. I'm going to break down what really happened with the submarine as best I can. This will be the best analysis you're going to get with what we know. And we'll just cover the facts, but the facts, as usual, show the government lied to us just out of hand because it's what they do. And so we're going to be going over that because people want to know. I have gotten hundreds of texts, uh, dozens of phone calls from friends and family, and have been asked at uh, restaurants, uh, in hotels, uh, on the street, and by the beach. I was uh, walking on the beach last night for exercise and got stopped five times asking what happened with a submarine. So you want submarine, you're going to get submarine. Coming up in the last segment of this hour, I'm going to talk for 11 minutes uh, on the submarine that is now part of the graveyard attraction on the bottom of the North Atlantic Ocean. And we're very, very sad uh, for the folks. Now, I'm just supposed to not question things. Tell you, the general public thinks it didn't even happen. And I'm going to tell you what I think really happened, and I think it's about the best info you're going to get. I mean, we don't know. That's part of this 
compartmentalized system of deception. But we do know it was used as a distraction from the Biden impeachment that passed the House, now on the committee for the official impeachment uh, investigation to begin. And it's a big distraction from all these whistleblowers that came out in the last three days from the IRS and from the FBI that indeed Hunter Biden was getting money from the Chinese, the Russians, the Ukrainians, anybody else that would give it to him and giving it to the big guy, the big guy. So we've got that news, breaking impeachment resolution to remove Joe Biden from office, passes the House floor. we got a whole stack on that, very, very important on the Biden crime family news and what I think is going to happen with that. They're definitely getting him ready. They even have Gavin Newsom now visiting the White House every few weeks, and they're now saying how great he is at the White House as they prepare to take off the old blown tire and put on the new American Psycho 2.0 in charge there uh, to run up against a Trump who they plan to put in jail trying to accelerate all these kangaroo trials against him. We've got a lot of key information on that front uh, coming up with Roger Stone. Roger Stone will be joining us to cover so much important news for part of the next hour. Harrison Smith will also be joining us as well in the third hour. Jay Dyer does the analysis of the New World Order from their own documents. He does every Friday in the fourth hour. And then Owen Schroyer can't do his show today. Harrison Smith's doing it because he's in D.C., in court right now. Um, did absolutely nothing. Was there with me trying to stop people going to the Capitol on video instead of getting an award. Uh, he is uh, facing years in prison. So we'll get an update, hopefully, unless he's been clapped in irons from him sometime in the next hour. I'm told he'll be getting out of court any minute now. So uh, that political president will be joining us, hopefully. And then Alex Rosen is at it again. Uh, he's a former college football player, but more importantly, that ties into the story. He's a giant lineman. Looks like a, looks like a Viking barbarian. Um, he went out to one of these events. Uh, he's also a famous child predator uh, uh, capturer. He, he literally hunts people and has gotten hundreds of them arrested on record. He's credited with that. He uh, now going out and confronting Peter Cotez. Got big news on that. And that, of course, went super viral uh, in the last week. Well, now he went to one of these vaccine-pushing events, and they attacked him for his speech. Uh, a, a guy starts trying to choke him, so with one arm, he literally throws him 15 feet. That's what a lineman does. Literally just laughs at him and shoves him, and the guy goes flying like he was a rag doll. Uh, so that's uh, all That's all coming up uh, today. Alex Rosen, Roger Stone, Harrison Smith, Jay Dyer, political prisoner, Owen Schroyer, and more here on the Alex Jones Show. We're going to skip this network break so we have more time. Okay. Let me tell you what else is coming up today because there's, there's so much more. I mentioned uh, the vaccine shill. It's not even a vaccine. It's a DNA therapy, a very dangerous gene therapy. COVID jab shill lord, uh, Peter Hotez, he's like the mini Mia Fauci, like Russian dolls. I think Fauci's little. There's another little guy in there. Uh, COVID jab shill, Peter Hotez attacks Alex Jones, claims he never took money from Big Pharma. Now, he's really jumped the shark on this one, and he's playing a shell game because we're going to break this down, how they actually operate when we start the next segment. But he's really stepped in it here. He says, I take money from Bill Gates and the NIH. Well, that's the top. They pay for policy, and then the, and then the research is done, the dummy research that they've requested and the outcome they want, and then that is given back to Big Pharma that then produces the poison and is given liability protection by the NIH and by the federal government 
uh, and the 1996 law that Reagan wrongfully signed. And, and, and then the money travels back to Bill Gates and, and, a, and a few other big companies and his tax-free foundation, and then he pays no taxes. So people always criticize that churches get to be tax-exempt because the First Amendment, I think they obviously should be. Congress shall make no law respecting an established religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. But what about Big Pharma being tax-exempt? And, and that's really what's happening here uh, is that you know, Bill Gates brags, oh, I get 20 to 1 return uh, on, my, on, my vaccine, on my vaccine investment. Should we dig the clip up and play it for you again? Uh, so so, so Hotez, Hotez has a lot. When I say a lot of nerve, I mean he has a lot of nerve to sit up there and tell the world uh, that I am making this up and that he, it's preposterous. You know, sure, he's worth $35 million uh, on record. That's just what he shows on his taxes. $35 million, and the man is a pediatrician who runs a children's hospital, think guinea pigs, uh, and he thinks your children should be made to take the shots. Like we put a compilation together out of Tucker Carlson's 15-minute program uh, last night. It's clip three with Tucker playing clips of Hotez uh, and, and responding to it. Uh, but it's, it's just simply over-the-top incredible uh, that, that Hotez thinks we're this dumb and is now really out of desperation because there were hundreds of millions of views just on Twitter alone of Joe Rogan and uh, RFK Jr. exposing him to now try to drag me in like, well, Jones is even more attacked. So I'll just say, oh, look, the crazy man over here. You know, Alex Jones is saying I'm bad. I'm good. I'm good. This is a guy, we're going to play the clip in a moment. It's the last in a series of clips we're about to see where Peter Hotez says we need Homeland Security to arrest people that question these shots. You cannot question me. I am science. It's like when Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars says, I am the Senate. I mean, these guys are so arrogant. And everything they said about the mask and the shots and all of it, has been exposed. We're going to go to this little four-minute, 53-second clip, and I'm going to come back and break down why this guy is so desperate and why this is such a major bellwether sea change moment. Here it is. It's all about uh, mass, mass compliance. That's going to be absolutely critical because if you don't have masks, remember this virus aerosolizes. So even six feet is not enough. Uh, it can go 17, 18 feet, several meters. What you really have to do is have vaccine mandates in the schools. We should have a rule that anyone who walks into a school over the age of 12 has to be vaccinated. This is the nature of the anti-vaccine movement in this country. It's got it's somehow married now to uh, far right wing extremism and and white nationalist group. Anyone who's unvaccinated and has been lucky enough to escape covid, your luck is about to run out. And I call it anti-science aggression coming mm. from Senator Rand Paul, Senator Johnson, members of the House of Representatives, in addition to those two senators are killers. It's all about mask compliance. We must have vaccine mandates for children. Take the vax or you will die. Anyone who disagrees with me is a white nationalist and a killer and probably an agent of Putin. Do we say probably? Let's revise that. Certainly an agent of Putin. Again, here is Dr. Peter Hotez. We're starting to see now those same anti-vaccine messages that's coming out of the U.S. Uh, and, and now we're finding it in Africa and Latin America. And remember what the other re reason we're seeing this is the Putin government has, uh, and this has been reported by U.S. and British intelligence, has been piling on with this whole systematic program of what's being called weaponized health communications, trying to destabilize democracies with anti-vaccine, uh, anti-science messages and targeting so according to British and U.S. intelligence, anyone who disagrees with Dr. Peter Hotez 
is a disloyal American working to destabilize our democracy on behalf of Vladimir Putin. Now, by comparison, never in his life has Bobby Kennedy Jr. said anything half that demented. But keep in mind, Peter Hotez claims to have a valid medical license. He is allowed to treat patients. After a while, even MSNBC viewers were going to have some questions about a guy who talks like that, and apparently some of them did. As the lockdowns wore on, the population started to notice that many of the core claims the TV doctors were making were untrue. You'd only need one shot. If you got the shot, you would never get sick. You would never pass the virus to others, and so on. They said these things, as you know, again and again. Ultimately, they were proven wrong, but they never admitted it. They just attacked the people who noticed. Here's Dr. Peter Hotez calling for the Biden administration to arrest anyone who questions the COVID vaccine. The Biden administration has to realize that that anti-science is a killer, disinformation. It's not even... Then either major party frontrunner. After almost 20 years of being silenced, Bobby Kennedy Jr. is being heard. All right, so I I have five or six letters he's written. I have more than five other clips that I just found last night uh, because I was making statements in the last few days that Peter Hotez wants to arrest you if you don't take the shot or you disagree with him. And people said, that can't be true. And you just saw him say it. We've got a bunch of other clips we're going to get to. This is so criminal. This is so un-American. This is so evil. Plus, everything they said the last three and a half years was a lie. And now they have this lie that 200,000 people died because they didn't take the shots. That's completely pulled out of the air, like everything else they said and did. They knew these shots didn't protect you from COVID. They knew they would erase your immune system. I played you Pfizer executives three years ago on air over and over again saying, this is going to be great for business because as you take one shot, it lowers your immunity. Then you need another shot, another shot, and finally your immunity is totally gone. So it's, it's, it's like a prophylactic. It's, it's, it's like cough syrup. It doesn't heal the cough. It just makes it go away for a little while. So, yes, these shots in their own rig studies for a couple months might give a little protection. But then after it makes you get sicker, catch the virus, and and can kill you easier, and any other virus can kill you, and it makes the population mutate all these new viruses because you're giving a giant population during an outbreak a vaccine. It's why you could never give a shot for a cold during a pandemic of a cold because it makes it worse. These are epidemiologists, these are scientists, these are virologists, these are pathologists. They knew what they were doing, hurting the public and setting the precedent to weaponize big pharma and the media against the people and get away with murder. Because you can get away with murder, you can then do whatever you want, and you can play God. So you can read all you can read it all at Infowars.com. You can see it all there. We've got some other huge news to cover, but COVID jab shill. Peter Hotez attacks Alex Jones, claims he never took money from Big Pharma. Go read the tweets for yourself. And the reason this is important is this is getting picked up by the news everywhere. He he lies and says, again, I took no money from them. And he goes on and says, the shots still work. Everything's great. And he doubles down and says, we need to have Homeland Security come after us. Think about how arrogant this individual is. And, and he tweeted out, this image from Infowars.com. And he said, just a matter of time before Infowars, Alex Jones joined the party. Oh, I was already in the party, buddy. Big Pharma globalist gremlin. Quite a mouthful. Well, you are a big pharma globalist gremlin. I mean, that's really what you are. Uh, quite a mouthful. Never mind, we don't take big pharma money, but make low-cost, patent-free vaccines for global health, bypassing big pharma, 
and one billion people awakened, impressed. Yeah, no, a billion views that I saw on different platforms attacking you and hating you, 95% of the comments against you, Gremlin. So try to spend that all day, buddy boy. You're hated and you know it. And along with Fauci and Bill Gates, people know who you are. And that's why your agenda of endless lockdowns, endless masks, and endless force injections in your UN treaty is all in so much trouble because humanity is waking up to you. And the same big pharma that pushes transgender surgeries, cutting the genitals off children and mutilating little girls, it's being banned by the UK. The EU is set to ban it, and we're going to ban it here as well. And the people pushing it are going to go to prison. This is all Emperor's New Clothes. For people that don't know the story of the Emperor's New Clothes, look it up. And that's exactly what's happening. The Emperor's New Clothes. Story of the Emperor's New Clothes. Everybody knew they weren't spending golden Fred cloth and clothing for him, but nobody wanted to admit it be the one to tell the king he'd been conned. And that's how it works with people that buy into the system and get totally and completely conned by it. All right. More on that coming up, but I want to play just a small clip out of that clip again of him saying, we can't just have the media censor people. We can't just control the public. We've got to have Homeland Security. We've got to go after people. He's specifically written articles to Congress, written articles to Homeland Security that has been published by Baylor and the other universities he, he works with, calling as an academic head of, of, of infectious diseases to arrest people that point out he's a fraud. So he won't just debate. He says we don't need debate. In fact, he said that. I played it last week. Just debate is not part of science. Well, science is an observation and debate. So this is gaslighting, ladies and gentlemen. But now it's not enough to say, censor people, and and I won't debate because you can't defend yourself. Now you're saying that you want us arrested. Here it is. Biden administration has to realize that that anti-science is a killer. Disinformation. Yeah. It's not even just disinformation. It's, this is an anti-science empire right now, and we need Homeland Security. We need the Justice Department. We've really got to figure this out, and, and the health and Health and Human Services will not be able to figure this out on their own. Uh, I'm sorry, Pastor Brown's right here talking. To Pastor Brown, come on over here and talk to us real quick on air. Um, l- let me do this. Let me just. I'm going to go to break in a few minutes, and I can answer that question. This guy works around the clock over here, I tell you. I got a whole, we ought to swing the cameras around and show my studio audience over here. Now, there they are. Um, so, so, so there he is. Now, I want to get into, I want to get into the submarine, and I want to get into a story much bigger. But, but the submarine and these five dead people is very sad. But in, in the aggregate, they decided to go risk their lives. They decided to do this uh, in this experimental plastic design. Okay, doesn't sound too smart to me. The sub has been down to the Titanic now over 50 times. They've done over 30 of these missions where people pay to go down there. If you believe it and look out a tiny portal. Uh, so they put their life in their hands. They're dead. Like a race car driver, sad they're dead, but they're dead. But the fact that people don't buy this shows how the official narrative is never believed anymore. The system has destroyed itself. I mean, I tend to want to believe the official story. I tend to think, you know, why would they lie to us? But the system always lies basically. 99% of the time now, because it's always got some other agenda and it thinks by spinning a big story, it can get something out of it, like distracting the general population from what the globalists are doing and the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden whistleblower information coming out. So that's what this is really about. But as I said, last segment of this hour, coming up in about 20 minutes, I will get into it all in great detail. But here's the bottom line. The Navy has acoustic equipment. We said this back on Monday. 
They knew exactly when it blew up. They knew exactly when it hit the bottom. They had the signatures of it. And now the Navy said, yeah, we, we knew Sunday. We said the thing had imploded, but we passed it on. It's not our job to tell you. So the government sat on the information, as usual, while the government wringed its hands and sent the Coast Guard out to look for them, knowing right where they were on the ocean floor. So they did not let a good crisis go to waste. They used it, bare minimum, uh, to, as a huge political distraction. Like the boy stuck in the well becomes the biggest story in the world. But when one of these opportunities comes up, you bet they're going to distract. Kind of like they indicted Trump a couple of weeks ago when the last whistleblower information on Hunter Biden came out. So they do it over and over again. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. And we're going to get more into the rebellion against the so-called scientists to tell us we can't question them with Alex Rosen, who confronted uh, Hotez uh, just uh, last week and has now confronted more of these folks yesterday in a new viral clip. He'll give us details uh, of, of exactly where he was and what happened with the video you'll see on the other side. Please remember, we're listener-supported. We don't have big billionaires funding us. We don't have the Democratic Party giving us money. None of that. Bill Gates spends $10 million a year buying off the media. Look it up. That's why you, all you see is pro-Bill Gates news. We are funded by viewers and listeners like you. We make it easy with great products, books, films, T-shirts. Uh, my new best-selling book went up to number one on the New York Times. They wouldn't admit that, but it was number one on all the other charts. The Great Reset and the War for the World. Learn about the New World Order's plan, Satan's plan, and, and, and what's unfolding with The Great Reset and the War for the World. I call it the Death Star Plans. Get a signed or unsigned copy at InfoWarsStore.com. The signed copies are only a few thousand, no, it's a few hundred left, excuse me. And when those are gone, they're gone. It's a fundraiser, so get The Great Reset and the War for the World. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. And we have our new amazing, well, it already came out once and sold out, but we have our new turmeric toothpaste, amazing, no fluoride, still good for your teeth, back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com you're going you're listening to the alex jones show You are either with the Republic or against it. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. All right, so early this morning, I'm uh, scanning through the Internet, going over news, and I see a headline. Alex Jones confronts Anthony Fauci. Here it is right here. And I go, that's not Alex Jones. That's Alex Rosen. And so then I said, well, that's weird. And I thought, we'll call Alex Rosen about this, who just went viral last week, politely going and talking to Hotez. 
Peter Hotez, uh, who's, who's the mini-me of Fauci, and is now out there saying that he, again, uh, is not invested and is not involved with Big Pharma at all. He just takes money from Bill and Melinda Gates and the NIH that own the patents and control it all. So, I mean, he, yeah, he, he goes above Big Pharma, right to the people actually making it and producing it and coming out and targeting it. He wants to put us in jail. He wants to make us take it. He says he owns our bodies. He censors us. And the man is a complete monster, a, 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 a would-be totalitarian dictator. So, uh, Dr. Fauci gets feisty with Alex Jones, who throws him 400 yards. And, of course, no, it's, it's, it's not Alex Jones. It's Alex Rosen, who's a, like a foot taller than me and a lot bigger than I am. And, and, no, and so, so now, like, any guy that has a beard and kind of a round head is Alex Jones. I see this all the time. Remember, I got banned on Twitter for not just and, – and, and Facebook and Instagram – for not just being mean to Oliver Darcy, uh, the, 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 the lawyer for Twitter went on Joe Rogan and, and read the three things I was banned. She said being mean to a child, a guy that looked like me with a beard on ABC News in Missouri, a 12-year-old kid is punching him, so the guy punches him and throws him to the ground. And they said that was me and ran national headlines and I beat a kid up in Missouri. I mean, it's just it, the guy doesn't even really look like me. But here it is, Alex Jones. Uh, you know, ask Fauci a question and, and then throws a guy 400 yards. So I, I thought we would actually find out uh, what was going on here. I'll probably get banned off more stuff for this. You know, I mean, he says it right here. I attacked everybody. Uh, but uh, here is Alex Rosen, who didn't attack anybody, going last week in the super mega viral clip because he lives right by him and talking uh, to the guy that wants to arrest us for free speech who won't debate. Here he is. Okay. Oh, are you Peter Hotez? I am. Hey. Nice to meet you. How are you? Hey. So why are you not like de- going to debate uh, RFK on Joe Rogan's podcast? Oh come on, that's harassing. I'm just, I'm just curious. What? No, no, nothing I, hostile. Just curious. I haven't said anything one way or the other. I mean, are you planning on doing it? Uh, you know, I just, he just invited me, so we'll see. And I think you should, though. Uh, well, we'll give it some, we'll give it some. Okay. Thought. Okay. And what do you have to say to people who think they were vaccine injured? Anything for them? I don't come to my house. I mean, do you have anything to say to people that think? Do you have anything to say to people? Yeah. I mean, do you think vaccine injuries are real, Peter? Peter, it's just a question. Settle the science now. On a safari to go vaccinate more kids. <laughs> now, that's from last week. And he got demonized for daring to go talk to the public figure that won't debate who wants his critics arrested. We played the clip earlier twice. He's saying it all over. He's writing official letters calling for opposition or questioning science to be arrested. You've heard that the left says, question man-made global warming. You should be arrested. In fact, they're starting to arrest people in the EU and the UK. Oh, say there's only two genders. Arrested in Canada. Arrested in the UK. These people are tyrants, 110%. But it turns out this clip is from last year, and it is Fauci being confronted by Alex Rosen. But now, because Rosen's exploded, even more than his predator hunting, uh, it's come back up. So what is old is new. Uh, here is the clip. Uh, ma'am, I have a question. Uh, so Pfizer has the biggest criminal fine in history. So how is it not anti? How is it anti-science to not trust them? If they're on record bribing physicians and fudging with test results, two point three billion dollar fine. So how is it anti-science to simply question them? Can you explain that, please? So I appreciate your comment. I'd like to finish my presentation, and you can hold your questions. I mean, it's not going to be answered. I have four questions. Hey, I have four. I have four questions that didn't get answered. What the hell are you doing? 
no, 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 please. Oh my god. Your ring. Your ring just rolled. It's right here. It's right here. Got it? You okay? All right, so we're now joined by Alex Rosen. People that don't know who he is, uh, he is one of the most prominent, successful people that's put hundreds of pedophiles behind bars as a private citizen. He's only been doing it four years. Started out when he was a college uh, football player, and he wanted to see if it was true. So he started posting profiles and instantly had pedophiles hitting him up. Uh, but but now uh, he's not just being demonized by the pedophiles, who, who by the way have powerful friends. He's now being demonized uh, for for confronting Hotez, but. Uh, recap what happened with Hotez, any new aftermath since we talked to you last Friday, my friend, and then a breakdown for us uh, and the viewers, uh, any new developments, and, and, then, and then tie it back into this, this event that happened last year that's just now getting attention. Yeah, so basically since Peter Hotez, um, nothing's really happened with me. Um, he's just been more in the spotlight, which I guess I, I guess that's what I wanted the video to accomplish. People still talking about him because you know how it is. I mean, we just see all this damning evidence coming out about any which thing, and then go, then it all gets forgotten the next day. But with Peter Hotez, we're still talking about him today, which is I'm glad the video helped accomplish that because you know he's right on the, right up there with Fauci when it comes to being corrupt and just crooked. So I'm, I'm glad that's happening. But yeah, as for me, no, no phone calls or anything like that. Just death threats on Twitter, which I just find really cute and hilarious. But um, yeah, so last year, this was at a vaccine symposium at Rice University that Peter Hotez was speaking at. Sadly, I didn't get to confront him face to face then because I actually had to go do something um, before he spoke. So I had to just confront like some poor college kid. But um, regardless, it would have been the same question anyway, and none of them would have answered it. So um, no difference in that regard, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of got snuck into this vaccine event at Rice University and I came in with a mask and like, you know, a little pride shirt or whatever to kind of blend in. And, you know, I just decided to, I thought it was the right time to ask that question because they had a questioning part. Um, but the thing is they're so sneaky with it. And this is why I went to Peter Hotez's house. And one of the other reasons, because they never answer questions on Twitter. They never just, they never answer any counter questions. So you could text your question in and they would read it on screen and answer it during a question and answer period. So I texted the same question I asked there, a very similar question. And of course they ignored that question. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to go. And I also got to get this question answered and see what they say. So I'm just going to go ask it like this. So I did. And obviously there's no answers. It's a lot of anger from a Dr. Fauci lookalike who probably has a lot of stock in big pharma. And he starts choking me, which was probably an act of racism, I think. And, you know, I'm like, what the heck's going on? And so I just start giggling and I push him on the ground. I didn't mean to do that, but like, you know, he went flying and, you know, these vax nerds aren't that strong. And uh, yeah, so that kind of went viral in October of last year. Now it's kind of getting attention again after confronting Peter Hotez. And yeah, and it just goes to show you that whenever you question the quote unquote science, that's how they'll react. And that's how they want to react. Like, it's not an exaggeration when they say, oh, you should, I mean, that guy would put me in jail in two seconds. Like if I did anything else but push him, he probably would have tried to press charges on me. But luckily the cops asked me if I wanted to press charges and I just really didn't have the time for that. But, um, well, he goes yeah, for your camera you and he's choking and he's choking you. I mean, he's a good little minion of Hotez and Bill Gates. I mean, they all want to shut down speech. They're, they're, they're very un-American people, very dangerous. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I mean, I don't know why. I can't understand the thought process of that guy being so angry that he wanted to try to choke me, but 
it literally goes to show you they're not they're not pro-science to save lives because they obviously didn't care about my life in that case i mean he wanted to literally choke me i mean that's how you can kill someone not saying he would have came close to killing me but that's how you can so they're they're not they're not like pro-life they're not pro-science because they care about life they're pro-science because they care about their ego and narcissism and i think that's a very big difference well we got to go to break but do a few more minutes on the other side i'm going to see if we get an update from owen schroyer who just got out of court as well Uh, but we have with us alex rosen of predator poachers on rumble and at i fight for kids on twitter the guy is an absolute hero how many hundreds, and you're not bragging, but it's a success rate for folks, and praise God. How many, because I know you've got all these awards from law enforcement, how many pedophiles have you and your team put behind bars? I lost count of that. I just know we have an arrest in 43 different states, and this coming trip, we're going to try to get 44 and 45 in Massachusetts and Maine, so we'll see how that goes. All right, we'll be right back with Alex Rosen. I'll tell you what really happened, in my view, with the submarine and what's happening but with before Ukrainian we go to break, offense. please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body. It's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent on iodine. Takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's not just wide-spectrum nat- natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things in amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turboforce, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back live broadcasting worldwide. Roger Stone is coming up next hour. We'll have an update from Owen Schroyer who is just in court as well. Uh, you've seen the spin that an InfoWars reporter pleads guilty to attacking the Capitol. I guess Alex Jones really did orchestrate the attack. I guess the D.C. Homeland Security's right that Jones should be indicted. Uh, no, Owen was with me there and tried to stop people going in the building, and they charged him for unlawfully being on the grounds of the Capitol. And he's already spent two years fighting it, 
And they said, okay, we're going to have a jury trial and try to put you in jail for years if you do not plead guilty to at least a misdemeanor. And I'm told that's what he did today, but he just got out of court. We'll get an update from him, hopefully, while Roger's on next hour. But the way they spend this, I mean, what do you expect them to do? He's already been up in D.C. like eight times for court. Uh, He's already spent all this money on lawyers for nothing. And then the left spends it like we're criminals, like we did something. No, the deep state and the D.C. police, along with the feds, orchestrated the break-in, and you know you did it, and you've been caught, and now members of Congress have seen the video they've not released. And according to these members of Congress, I have the articles right here, they're going to be releasing the full Capitol videos in the next few weeks. And McCarthy has said they will two months ago, but now we're told it's imminent by some credible members of Congress. MTG, you name it. I've got several of them right here. Uh, So this is a big, big deal. But man, I tell you, that's why they're so desperate to prop up a January 6th narrative. Because imagine when it comes out, just like Russiagate and all of it, that they're the ones actually engaged in all this criminal activity. It is going to be absolutely massive. Now, I have been frustrated this entire hour. And I kept thinking, why am I frustrated? I'm about to go back to Alex Alex Rosen to finish up here. We appreciate him. And I'm like, it's because... I did not cover our top story at the beginning of the show, and I've spent almost no time on it, and it's really the biggest news. There's two two articles of the biggest news. All over the world, they're not just banning transitioning children forcibly, which is beyond pedophilia. It's literally maiming them. And um, you know, I mean, what if a pedophile cut a child's penis off? And you'd be like, oh, that's the worst pedophile ever. He didn't just rape him. But then it's, oh, we, but the doctors cut it off. It's wonderful. There's major moves to ban that and major moves uh, in the in the uh, hockey league, to to not have all the uh, LGBTPS S is not for Satan brainwashing, and the National Hockey League has announced no more of that. So so that's a huge victory, but that's not the big story. It's this one, and I've confirmed it. The entire Ukrainian offensive has been smashed, and now they're talking about peace deals, which is good to stop World War Three. So I'll talk about that next hour uh, after Roger Stone uh, leaves us. And I'll get to the submarine. I promise to do that. But I want to finish up with Alex Rosen right now, Predator Hunter. Uh, what do you make of Hotez refusing to debate you know, a, a week and a half after you politely confronted him and it being the top news story for three or four days, not just here, but, but in the world? I mean, it, it hurt him so bad in public opinion that they won't debate and that he says science is not about debating when that's the opposite. And then now he's doubling down saying there's this corrupt, evil combine that works for the Russians uh, with no proof and that we need Homeland Security to go after people that question anything he says. I mean, that is outrageously totalitarian. Everybody knows that's what the bad guys say. Yeah, no, it's pure desperate. It's pure desperation for him um, at this point. I mean, he's clinging on to going on to like MSNBC, like his only safe space left. I mean, I think the most damning evidence on him is that compilation of him saying, oh, it's two shots. Oh, it's three shots. Oh, it's four shots. Even, oh, it's five shots. I mean, I think at this point, even the normies, like, I mean, my parents, for example, I mean, they got the first vaccine. I didn't get any, any, but they're, I mean, they see through it now. I mean, all the normies are seeing through it and all Peter Hotez has left to cling on is just as like little university PhDs and stuff like that. I mean, he knows, he knows the game's over. And, you know, I think him going on Rogan, 
I don't think it would do any justice for him at this point. Like, I, I think he already knows Jig's up, and all he can do is just hope that we get scared into compliance. But, I mean, the more they threaten, like, oh, the DHS should arrest people like us who just question him, blah, 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 blah. And the more it just doesn't happen, I think people are just starting to get sick and tired of it, and it's just becoming a comedy uh, spectacle at this point from him. Well, absolutely. And, and there's a short RFK Jr. clip that I wanted to play again yesterday, but I forgot to. It's about a minute. 20 seconds long and i want to end this interview by playing that for for uh alex but 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 first let's play just the end of that compilation we put together uh from tucker carlson's piece last night on the medical tyranny and and, and again we already played the whole thing earlier where he says these are russian agents u.s intelligence needs to stop them uh, we know putin is the one running these people uh joe rogan uh, is part of a dangerous uh fascist organization I mean, Joe Rogan is a pot-smoking liberal, folks. He just sees these tyrants and says, whoa, you're the bad guys. Okay, so when you lose people like Joe Rogan, you've really lost the plot here. So now Joe Rogan's a Russian agent, too? Now, he's a real communist, too, folks. That's why he's worth over a billion bucks just between you, me, you, and the fence post. So, so, so let's go ahead and play just the end part where, again, he says it's a Homeland Security issue. Here we go. Biden administration has to realize that that anti-science is a killer. Disinformation. Yeah. It's not even just disinformation. It's, this is an anti-science empire right now, and we need Homeland Security. We need the Justice Department. We've really got to figure this out, and, and the health and health and human services will not be able to figure this out on their own. So how do you respond to that, Alex? Because he said that at least 20 times we know of, four or five times on air we have clips and we have a bunch of news articles and letters he's written. Last week when you pointed that out, people said, that's not true, Rosen. That's not true, Alex. Um, he never said that. People are like, he didn't say arrest people that don't agree with him. And yes, he does. I mean, how does that not fully discredit these people? Yeah, I mean, it's just a massive insecurity coming out from him. I mean, like I said last time, it's Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, he just basically he just can enlist like, you know, strong men to go do things for him because he's a weak man. I mean, he, he can't just tell I mean, he didn't tell me to my face he should be arrested. He just kind of smiles and giggles at me and walks away. I mean, they could they could never say this to our face. I'm not even saying as a, like a physical thing. They just don't have the guts to just confront us man to man and say I should go to jail for simply talking to him. But yeah, I mean, looping in Joe Rogan with like fascism in Russia. So, I mean, one, I mean, my last name is Rosen. I'm like a Jew. So calling me like a Nazi, whatever. I mean, that's like the total opposite. Then, like you said, Joe Rogan's like, a oh, that's right. I forgot. You've been called a Nazi. I saw that everywhere. You've been called a Nazi. Are, are you a Nazi? I mean, I'm like the only Jewish Nazi, apparently. I mean, according to them, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's just so ridiculous but like yeah i mean like then uh, i mean is he trying to call like joe rogan like a skinhead or something is that a connection he's trying to make it's just kind of like i mean he's just grasping at straws i mean i, I don't know like the ufc was like a far-right fascist like political party but um yeah i mean it's just very strange at this point and then the, the fact that he would call like rfk like working for russia i mean it, it's just it's just so weird it's just very it's very strange well, he's put like, out tweets how, as you know he's he Sorry, go ahead. No, man, oh, I just no, interrupted you, Alex. Sorry, strange. go ahead. Finish up. Oh, no, no. It's just very strange that, like, he can work for Bill Gates and he can work for these, the most corrupt medical companies in, the, like, in the country. Like, Pfizer has the biggest, I mean, like I said in that clip, Pfizer has the biggest criminal fine in history. And Peter Hotes sees nothing wrong with pushing their shot. And he, he thinks we should be trustworthy. So if Putin, if Putin is, like, a lying 
whatever lying evil person how is pfizer not when they were charged ironically charged by the same federal government that he wants to go after us wow alex thank you so much for the time great job i fight for kids on twitter follow him support him you're amazing sir i'm gonna uh, end this hour uh with this uh, rfk uh junior clip it's only a minute and a half long i think he completely nails everything we're facing a biomedical tyranny the end of our freedoms operation lockstep u.n power grab this is world government. Hour number two is coming up. I'm at the River Church in Tampa, revival.com. I'm going to be at the Sunday service, 930. It's open, free to the public, great security, great place. And I'm going to be at a special nighttime event, 7 o'clock Sunday. So be here. We're going to go to break. Be back next hour. They're going to have the right to compel unwanted medical interventions on us. We, you know, the Nazis did that in the camps. In World War II, they tested vaccines on gypsies and Jews. And the world was so horrified after the war, uh, we signed the Nuremberg Charter. And we all pledged when we do that, we would never again impose unwanted medical interventions on human beings without informed consent. And yet in two years, all of that conviction has suddenly disappeared. And people are walking around in mass where the science has not been explained to them. They are, they are doing what they're told. They are orchestrating, these, these government agencies are orchestrating obedience. And it is not democratic. It's not the product of democracy. It's the product of a pharmaceutical-driven biosecurity agenda that will enslave the entire human race and plunge us into a dystopian nightmare where the apocalyptical forces of ignorance and greed will be running our lives and ruining us. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWorkStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWorkStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, into our number two of this Friday, June 23rd, 2023 broadcast. Well, we just had Alex Rosen on, famous pedophile hunter, who's also been going out and confronting Fauci and his mini-me, Dr. Peter Hotez, and more. But now I want to shift gears out of that important area into what we're going to be covering this hour. And I want to welcome all the new viewers and all the new listeners uh, that are joining us here today. 
I want to welcome all the folks that watch Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's great satellite feeds, internet feeds, and cable TV feeds at revival.com. And of course, off of all those great satellite feeds, I want to welcome them all uh, to the feed because he's putting us out on all his feeds very, very graciously. He really is a great guy, one of the most demonized preachers out there because he's been taking on the globalists, the New World Order, since the early 1990s. I mean, he's been popular since the late 80s. Uh, but right away, because he lived under tyranny in South Africa, seen a lot of up, upheaval, he, he began to smell out the New World Order uh, with Herbert Walker Bush and then the Clintons and the rest of it. But he's been talking about the Great Awakening uh, for longer than I have. I've been on the air since 1994, but reached no traction until 95, and then 96. And by the end of 96, got a local radio show. And they got syndicated by 98, and the rest is history. Uh, but uh, and it's not about who got there first or who did it first. The reason I point out that he's been doing it longer is that he's been awake to that as a long time is that's why he's under attack constantly by a lot of the establishment churches and media. And that's why he recognizes that when I'm under attack, that that, that, that means there's something important there. Uh, and, and, and we've really reached a Rubicon here where being a black sheep or being attacked or being lied about by the system is really a badge of courage and a badge of honor uh, for people like that. And so you know, he's just dead on about the New World Order and what's happening and tell people don't wear the mask, you know, advising folks he wouldn't take the shot, saying it's a lie. And he's been vindicated. But he was doing that three years and four months ago or so. And so were we. I mean, right when the hysteria and the fear was starting, right in the middle of it, we told you what was going on. We've been vindicated again. And that's why you see... Fauci's mouthpiece saying, I need to be arrested. Joe Rogan needs to be arrested. RFK Jr. needs to be arrested because we're telling you not to believe these liars. They're liars. And they always have some new lie. But now they're not saying the shot's 98% effective. Now they're saying, well, you can't get the virus if you take the shot. Well, you can get it, but you'll be protected. Well, you'll be more protected. Well, you'll be part protected. Well, actually, you'll be more sick if you take it. That's what the major studies at the Cleveland Clinic now show. Okay? So that's what's happening. And we've been vindicated. And now he's moved on to the new line that, well, there's 200,000 people died in America because they didn't take the shot. And that's just pulled out of the air. They can't debate because they'll be asked to show sources. And there are no sources for any of it. When they told you the shot was safe and effective three years ago, when they first issued it two and a half years ago, in the ampules that the so-called vaccine came in, by law, all drugs that are prescription that aren't over-the-counter have a big fact sheet on a piece of paper you unfold on both sides. They opened them up, and they were totally white. They just said the manufacturer and who made it. But, oh, it was all tested to safe. But the testing info is on those pieces of paper. By law, that was all bypassed. I can play you hours of them saying, it's tested. Neil deGrasse Tyson goes to these shows and says, it's been tested. It's been triple-blind study. No, it wasn't. They rolled it out on market directly. And then when they started rolling the shots out in England in late 2020, they yellow noticed it, said, pull it back. It's making people sick and hurt. But the governing body ignored that. But the British military that does the testing said, pull it back. Pull it back. But they didn't pull it back. And it's the same thing here. Then the shots started here. And they did do studies. And then Pfizer and Moderna, starting in 2021, when the shots started here, covered up what was in those studies. Miscarriages off the charts. Still bursts off the charts. Blood clots, heart attacks, death. 
just like the NIH tried to suppress massive suicide rates in children, that the government transitioned with transgenderism. That's why the EU and the UK are moving to ban transgenderism. To an Infowars.com frontline report. It's Alex Jones. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live broadcasting worldwide on this Friday edition. We're now into hour number two. And the political, former political prisoner, pardoned by President Trump, and always has been a Christian growing up, but he, he admits that he wasn't really born again until a few years ago. Roger Stone. And because we are simulcast on uh, Dish Network, DirecTV, a whole bunch of satellites beaming around the world on some of the biggest Christian networks today, uh, thanks to the good grace of uh, the River Church and the great Rodney Howard Brown, Revival.com, I'll be here this Sunday for the Sunday service and the nighttime service, called the Evening with Alex Jones, 7 o'clock Eastern. It'll be simulcast as well, Revival.com, Infowars.com and on different cable and systems everywhere. So go to revival.com to find all of that. Uh, I uh, would like Roger to share his story of really getting Holy Ghost born again, because he was in a very, very dark hour being set up with the enemy coming after him, but he prayed with a prominent pastor who told him, just give it to the Lord, and and it it, it was miraculous. Uh, But we're going to have Roger with us for the next uh, 40 minutes or so that I promised in the last segment of this hour I got behind. I'm going to give you the real take on what happened with the submarine done some deep research. We know what happened. Uh, we're going to b- break that down. I've had a lot more questions on this than ever on anything in such a short period of time. I mean, it is just, I've been hammered walking down the street at a hotel and a restaurant uh, here at the ministry. What do you think happened there? So that family calling me, people are really interested. So I'll talk about that. We'll get Roger's take on that. We're going to cover the waterfront with Roger, but yesterday morning, maybe it was the morning before time all blurs Rogers was calling me and I, and I didn't answer because I brushed my teeth. Uh, and then later I saw he texted me with three exclamation points saying, call me. Roger never does that. So I call him and he goes, hey, you've not seen the 20-page Washington Post? Or I said, no. And he said, well, it's behind a paywall, but I'll send it to you. And he sent it to me. And he's here to tell you what is in that and how it's such a big deal. And I've got you know, part of it here. I didn't print off the whole 20 pages. And I read the thing with my mouth hanging open when I was uh, driving in. I wasn't driving the car. They, they picked me up in a bus, shuttle bus from my hotel the ministry. Uh, but I was, you know, reading this with my mouth hanging open to, to see this because there's so many facets of this. Little, little jewels from the feds like, well, the National Archives had done an investigation of Trump and thought he was behind it by looking at his records with, with no proof, no evidence. What is non-investigative agencies doing demanding the FBI indict people? It's just full of stuff like that. And the feds in the D.C. jurisdiction wanting to indict Trump, myself, and Roger Stone, claiming we masterminded it. And then the DOJ senior people say, you have to have something called some evidence, some probable cause, some proof, because they already had subpoenaed our records at the time of this. They already had all of that. Uh, so a lot of dirty behavior going on, a lot of weirdness. And so, Roger, you've really been immersed in this more than me and that they put you tried to put you in prison, had a kangaroo trial, the same prosecutors the same people that are going after Trump on Russiagate that was a hoax, uh, the uh, the documents hoax, uh, you know, saying you can't have those documents. It's the same crew over and over and over again. So this affects everybody and is their attempt to brand the American people as terrorists. 
It's not just Alex Jones and Roger Stone saying, oh, look, they tried to indict us, but even the senior Justice Department people and the attorney general said you have no proof because we know this is important because Jack Smith is still doing this because these prosecutors couldn't connect the latter from the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, the few that went in the building and did nothing wrong, are now political prisoners in a rigged trial, to the president. Well, I mean, I know I didn't talk to the president about January 6th. I know you didn't. So they know that. They have the NSA. They have our text messages. They subpoenaed them. I had to spend massive amounts of money in lawyers. We know that. So, so what's really going on there? This is a this is a big deal, Roger. Thanks for joining us. Well, Alex, first of all, uh, I want to uh, congratulate you uh, for being there with my good friend, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. He's a great man. Uh, he gave me really valuable spiritual counseling when my family and I were literally going through hell. I've attended services there at the, his church. It's an amazing experience with amazing people. And he's an amazing man in himself. He's fearless. Uh, he is uh, he is devoted to the Lord. Uh, he does many, many, many good works uh, for many, many people. He doesn't ever brag about it. Uh, he's very funny also. He's an excellent, excellent speaker. His sermons are, are always both humorous but also meaningful. He's been a very, very good friend. And I really wish I was there with you guys, to be honest with you. It'd be great to break bread with you. Uh, but Alex, uh, this is uh, this is a big deal because, as I have said here on your show uh, and in many other places, any claim or inference that I, or in this case you, knew in advance about, participated in, or condoned any illegal action on January 6th or any other date is not only categorically false, it is defamatory. And there is no witness, no email, no text message, no group chat, no encrypted message, uh, no evidence to the contrary. Uh, I was glad to see that someone at the Justice Department understands that you still need something called probable cause, evidence. Now, I've been through this particular hell because in the Mueller investigation, uh, Mueller prosecutors told three different federal judges in order to get their search warrants that they had probable cause to charge me with treason, conspiracy against the United States, money laundering, counterfeiting, uh, unauthorized access to a computer, uh, mail fraud, wire fraud, uh, misprison of a felony, and aiding and abetting a felony after the fact. Once they got into my over one million emails, because unlike Andrew Weissman and the Mueller prosecutors who erased everything that was under subpoena, I erased nothing whatsoever, and they found no evidence, they had two approaches. First, they pressured a very young field man working on the Trump campaign to wear a wire and come to Miami and try to engage me in a conversation of WikiLeaks. Um, that didn't happen. Uh, but then they essentially... Uh, fabricated these process crimes against me, lying to Congress under oath in my voluntary testimony uh, when there's no crimes to lie about, and charging me with witness tampering against uh, uh, one, their chief witness when in one of the exculpatory witnesses who went to the grand jury and told the truth, uh, that guy, their main witness, threatened to shoot him in the head in writing 
which the prosecutors were well aware of. But of course, he wasn't charged with witness tampering. In my case, I was accused of trying to steal this guy's dog. Uh, that was nonsense as well. So the point here, Alex, is that that uh, these people are driven. You'll remember that the FBI uh, sources told Reuters in March uh, of uh, of that year that they had conducted their investigation. At this point, one has to presume between the Oath Keepers prosecution and the Proud Boys prosecution, all communications have been viewed. I'm sorry, I never left my hotel grounds on January 6th. I was also not involved in the alternative elector uh, uh, stuff that was going on around me. In fact, I didn't even know about it at the time, but I don't know uh, most of the people involved in that. I do know Rudy Giuliani. And by the way, let me just back you up, Roger. I mean, let me just back you up on this. And, and the reason the viewers are watching this with all the huge news and the Ukrainian offensive failing and you know, the submarine story and just all the incredible news, why we're, why we're focusing on this. Here's a 20-page article in the Washington Post that, like the FBI said a year and a half ago in Reuters, we've investigated Trump, Jones, and Stone. They have no communications. They're totally innocent. And, and why would they do that? We now know because there was such political pressure to go make stuff up. And so good people in the FBI said, this is baloney. But then politicos at the Justice Department kept putting pressure on that. So they went out and tried to frame us. They harassed us. They, they literally put the CIA on us because they couldn't get the FBI to do it. It's a whole long story. Uh, people wearing wires, sex operatives, uh, people trying to infiltrate the business. You, you heard about Roger. They sent in teams on him, not just once. There was all the other stuff on Russia stuff. They tried to send in fake groups with me that were Russians to offer me money. This has never been told. I, I, and they asked, the FBI asked me not to talk about it. I went into the FBI, gave them all the stuff. I recorded the people. I mean, it's just been a freaking nightmare. And, and so it's just being bombarded constantly by them trying to set us up while then the other branches of the government that I'm not even saying are lionistic, but are, are at least not criminal completely, are like, you people are nuts. So there's a civil war basically inside the Justice Department, and that's what this shows. And now the baddie group with Jack Smith and them, have, have you were showing their tactics here, setting up the militia people with Whitmer, setting us up with January 6th. Congress has seen the surveillance footage, confirms D.C. police were there helping break in. The Capitol Police were the victims like the general public was. This was a giant setup. When the Capitol Police asked for backup, their commanders wouldn't answer the phone for four hours. So this was a stand down. We know this. That's why they haven't indicted us, the smarter guys in the Justice Department, because they know you and I won't shut up and we'll expose their whole Ray Epps operation that's now been exposed. But the fact that we know with Jack Smith, they're still trying to indict Trump for January 6th, and that means us, we shouldn't put it past these maniacs, Roger. And that's why this is important. Well, sadly, uh, I was not in touch uh, with President Trump on January 6th or in the days prior to January 6th. I saw him back around Christmas uh, because I bumped into him in a buffet line. Sorry, that's not a meeting. Uh, and the conversations were essentially pleasant but innocuous. Uh, they're beating a, a dead horse. Alex, politics is uh, not never about the past. It's always about the future. Uh, and sadly, we have to defend ourselves uh, on this baseless crap when, in fact, we have a Justice Department and an IRS that is shielding the criminality of Hunter Biden. Uh, these new uh, revelations uh, from whistleblowers just in the last 48 hours, this really boggles the mind. So uh, some woman named Jessica Tarloff, she'll be hearing from my lawyers shortly. She goes on. Fox uh, five and says 
Roger Stone and his wife evaded $2 million in taxes, uh, but they were allowed to walk. But poor Hunter Biden, who, uh, you know, who failed to report millions of dollars of income, he's being penalized. Well, from that horrific car accident the day after the election, uh, it, you know, when the car was totaled, I was in Memphis uh, visiting the studios of the great Mike Lindell uh, when I was uh, T-boned by a guy doing 60 miles an hour. Uh, the car was totaled. The two security guards I was with were injured. I walked away without a scratch. Thank you, Jesus. This is this is yet another miracle because we have a broken system. It's a system which doesn't prosecute Hunter Biden, which more importantly shields the president of the United States when he is taking multi-million dollar bribes from China, but wants to uh, poke around uh, regarding. Roger Stone. You know, I, it really does get tedious. Uh, but the, here point, here's the greater point, which is we should not let this, nor should we let uh, this horrific, legally flawed effort to destroy Donald Trump distract us from the epic crimes of the Biden crime family. That's what they're trying to do. They don't want to talk about Hunter illegally lobbying for Ukraine, Russia, China, Romania. Paul Manafort did hard time for that, by the way. They don't want to talk about the millions of dollars he received from these foreign entities. They don't want to talk about uh, his the treason, uh, the influence peddling. They certainly don't want to talk about the fact that Joe Biden was in the room when, when uh, Hunter was extorting a Chinese energy company. I really don't know how much longer the, the political establishment, Barack Obama, who's really, I think everybody understands, actually the guy running the, the country, uh, will continue to put up with this kind of embarrassment from Joe Biden, and they just decide that he is dispensable. Well, that was my next question, and that's why we've got you here today. We've, we've covered the 20-page article where they tried to indict us, and the, and the Justice Department said there's no proof. You have to stop this. And, uh, you know, that's not a very nice lady that did that, even though she's one of the senior people. And they admit that uh, Garland was in on the decision. But uh, I have to say thank you for not wrongly indicting me. I mean, I, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth here, Roger. So, again, why do you think they stopped them from indicting us? Why did the FBI go to Reuters and say, Alex Jones and Roger Stone were not communicating with anybody? We've checked their communications. And, okay, and, and it's the same thing. It was an act of God. And the, and the, and the, it was an act of God. Absolutely. I can't so, come with any other conclusion. Okay, so so I want to then get into the current attacks on Trump, the indictment, Jack Smith, what's happening politically, Gavin Newsom. Biden's gone from being serious dementia to being beyond clown world, you know, saluting the Indian national anthem, not knowing who he is, God save the queen, saying the year is 2020. I mean, he never, it's not like we're cherry picking stuff. I, I, I go and find the raw speeches and it is just a bumbling moron factory. So what are they going to do? How are they going to try to shoehorn Newsom or somebody in? We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, people need to understand, Roger Stone didn't become a born-again Christian because it was popular. I know Roger. I've known Roger 10 years now and known him very well for about almost eight. And a uh, really good guy, always tells you the truth, super smart, uh, worldly fellow, really funny. Um, and yeah, not anti-Christian, you know, grew up Catholic, sure, you know, believe Jesus, but hasn't had the real conversion Saul on the road to Damascus white light event. But he, 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 he literally tells me I need to go to church and pray. And, and you know, we, and 
wants to pray with me on the phone and stuff. So it's not an act, folks. He is surprising uh, to become a preacher or something. So God, God bless you, Roger. We've got a huge regular Christian audience, obviously. we got the giant uh, millions. We had a huge response when they simulcast uh, us on their satellites yesterday. And I'm told they got a huge response and even more people. The word's out that I'm doing my show here. Who knows? Maybe full time in the future. No, I'm just joking. But seriously, um, tell people in the five minutes we have to break, and we'll come back with all the political news about uh, your spiritual journey. It's really pretty simple, Alex. I was uh, I was baptized as a Catholic. My mother was a very strict Catholic. I went to Sunday school. Uh, but when I got to Washington, D.C., and I started making a lot of money and I had a lot of influence and a lot of power, uh, I started living the life of a libertine. And I, I admit to you that I wandered far from the Lord. I lived a life of wine, women, and song. Uh, and uh, a time came when I was uh, facing prosecution. See, when I was arrested, even though it was over the top, you'll recall 29 FBI agents in full SWAT gear brandishing fully automatic uh, M4 assault weapons surrounded and then stormed my home at six o'clock in the morning. I actually had the naive idea that I was going to get a fair trial. Little did I know. So when the time came, uh, that I realized that I was going to be not only gagged because I couldn't defend myself, but also lynched. Um, I, I had the opportunity uh, to uh, meet Franklin Graham. He was uh, coming to Boca Raton, a young pastor, uh, Randy Coggins, who I'd become close to, very dynamic young pastor, a friend of Rodney Howard Brown, uh, really kept counseling me that I needed to turn my burden over to the Lord that instead of all the stress and the worry, uh, I needed to turn to Christ. And Alex, I want to be honest with you. I was depressed. Uh, I was angry. Uh, I was frustrated. Uh, I was despondent. I was worried about who would take care of my wife in these circumstances if I was unjustly incarcerated. Uh, and when I saw uh, Reverend Graham, I'd met Billy Graham when I worked for President Nixon. He's one of the greatest men of the 20th century, by the way. Uh, and I told him, you know, look, I've got this problem, uh, and I really would appreciate it if he put in a word with the president for me for executive clemency. He said, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do about that, but let me give you a better piece of advice. You need to confess your sins. You need to get right with Jesus. And I'm telling you right now, if you will do that and you will do it in all sincerity, I think the Lord will lift you up. I think he will deliver you from your persecutors. And uh, I was still thinking like a political operative, you know, and I said, well, I'll think about that, Reverend. Thank you very much. But then we went out in the field where he was having a revival. And the time came in his oration when he said, I don't care whether your problem is alcoholism or drug addiction or gambling addiction or health problems or financial problems or family problems or any kind of problem. Turn to the Lord. The Lord will lift you up, but you have to confess your sins and you need to get right with God and you have to pledge to walk in his way. And now those who want to live forever with our Heavenly Father, rise with me, confess your sins, and get right with God. You can do it right now. His father used to famously say, you can do it tonight. Uh, and Alex, I don't know, the Spirit came over me at that moment. I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't ashamed. I stood up in a field with 200 other Christians. I confessed my sins, and I became a new man. I invited Christ into my life, and I became a different person. Uh, and I know that, that there are liberals right now at the New York Times and Media Matters for America and other communists who are smirking and 
giggling and say, oh, yeah, Roger Stone's turned to Christ. That's a head fake. That's an act. That's a pose. I don't really care what they think. I only care what he thinks. See, you can't fool well, That's Roger. right. But we're about to go to break, but tell folks what happened, how your life tur- you just totally turned around, like 180 as soon I'm- as you did that. I had six miracles in my life, commutation of my sentence, pardon from a dying in prison, saving my wife from stage four cancer, walking away from a car wreck. A voice told me in the shower on January 6th, do not go out there. How many more miracles do we have to have? And now a new miracle. Somebody at the Justice Department realized that there is no case against me regarding January 6th because I know nothing whatsoever about it. I'm living proof that Jesus Christ can do anything. And that's why anytime I'm asked to go on any Christian podcast, broadcast, radio show, or speak in any Christian forum, I try to do it because I want other people to know if Jesus Christ can save me, a hard-boiled, hard-edged political operative, then Jesus Christ can do anything. Powerful. Stay there. And I know for a fact women throw themselves at Roger. He turns them away now. He's the real deal. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I was thumbing from Montgomery. I had my guitar on my back. When a stranger stopped beside me in an antique Cadillac. He was dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow-eyed. He said, it's a long walk to Nashville. Would you like to ride, Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. In the front seat, he turned on the radio. And them sad old songs coming out of them speakers was solid country gold. Then I noticed the stranger was ghost white here when he asked me for a light. We are back live, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on this live Friday, June 23rd, 2023 transmission. I just talked to Owen Schroyer during the break. He's out of the courthouse, and uh, he needs to talk to his lawyer before he makes any statements. Uh, But he's going to shoot a statement, and as soon as the lawyer's ready, we're going to air it. But there's a lot of media spin going on, so I want to cover this right now, then go back to Roger Stone, finish up with this, think of the latest politics and Gavin Newsom, and what are they going to do with Biden and the indictments of Trump and more coming. We get the real inside baseball in a moment. But first, if you remember about two years ago, a year and a half ago, there was a there was New York Times headline. Yeah, it was New York Times. I had Roger call me and he goes, Is it true you're cooperating with the committee and giving them stuff? And I said, No, Roger, that's a 100% lie. 
meant to make everybody think we've done something wrong and I'm a criminal and then get everybody tattling on each other on something that never happened. And you said, yeah, I figured that. Well, it's the same thing with Owen Schroyer. Uh, he's facing three charges uh, all together, three years in prison, federal prison in front of a D.C. jury that would send a newborn baby to a gas chamber uh, if the Democrats tell them to. I mean, it's just everyone gets convicted. It's total fraud. Everybody admits it. It's, it's a joke. That's why they're getting ready to indict Trump there on other stuff. On January 6th, they're trying. And so the Jack Smith and that whole operation with, with uh, you know, oh, this just makes me sick. All of Biden's flying monkeys at the Justice Department. And so it's the same thing. They were subpoenaing all our records. They were coming after Owen. And they said, we can subpoena your phone. Or if you're innocent, you give it to us and we'll knock it down to a misdemeanor. And so he said, okay, here's my phone. Nothing on it. Nothing incriminating. You notice that the Justice Department has recommended no time served. I just talked to Owen. The judge, though, might put him in jail for six months. So that's how this, this country is a joke, man. I mean, uh, a guy with no criminal record, a uh, great guy. Uh, at the Capitol, he's got a criminal record now. He just pled guilty, uh, and he's there with me on video trying to stop people going in the building while the police sit there with their thumbs, you know where, sitting on their hands. And oh, and I, I wasn't mad at him. He kind of got a little, a little upset. I said, so you're facing still six months in jail. He said, what am I supposed to do? They got a rigged system. And I get it. I'd probably do the same thing he did. Uh, but this is just disgusting. And then they got to add the cherry on top of these headlines. And they're recommending no prison time because he cooperated in another investigation. Owen doesn't even know what they're talking about. It's the same thing with me. Jones to cooperate with January 6th committee. I said, no such thing. I said, I have nothing to hide. No one did anything wrong. Threw a letter to the Jan 6th committee, to the Jan 6th committee, and to the Justice Department. And I said, if you give me total immunity, whatever the term is, 100%, because you're trying to set me up, I'll tell you how innocent we all are. And they didn't give me total immunity, so I took the fifth 98 times. Fake news, fake news, fake news. A, I've done nothing wrong. B, compared to those police that day, uh, the, the, the D.C. police that helped lead the attack on the Capitol, I'm a hero. And I'm not comparing myself to the people that died that day and Ashley Babbitt and some of the innocent uh, Capitol police that did get set up and, and did fight and, and, and went through some terrible stuff. So they were victims too. But if anything, I'm a victim of a federal... Uh, serious setup, and so was Roger. And I remember that morning, I said, Roger, you ready to march with us and go? And he goes, I got a bad feeling. I'm not going. This is all, this is a cluster F and all this stuff, and, and God told me not to go. But that's a statement from him. And then after that, my cell phone wouldn't work because the crowd was so big. And, and so I had to go back over this again, but I just talked to Owen. He's such a good guy. And man, I, I've really learned not to have anger because it takes years off my life, and I pray. When I pray to God, I pray for God not to make me angry. But I am, my brain is burning right now. And my heart is burning. Just, I'm so sick of these criminals that run our government. I'm so tired of them abusing innocent people while their crackhead pedophile kids run around raping everybody. And I'm, I'm pretty upset right now, Roger. I want to shift gears. But you were asking me this morning in text messages, and I had to talk to Owen. He was in this kangaroo court. Is this true? He's cooperating in another investigation. And the answer is no, 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 Roger. Go ahead. Well, you know, I, uh, I was in touch with uh, Owen this morning. I told him that I would be praying for him. Told him that the day before as well. He is a great guy, as you know. He and I hosted the War Room together for well over a year. It was one of the highlights of my life. I don't know, Alex. If you move to Sarasota, maybe I'll maybe I'll move up there with you and return to the War Room. You never know. You never know what God has in store. God has a plan, and God's plan will be in place. 
what I think Owen is going to find is that uh, this it never ends. I mean, uh, my wife and I are still struggling uh, to make ends meet. People want to help us, particularly help me pay for her alternative cancer treatments that have kept her healthy. They can go to StoneFamilyFund.com. StoneFamilyFund.com. I hate to keep asking. I know you do too, Alex. People need to go buy some of these great products at InfoWars to keep InfoWars out there as the tip of the spear. They can go to Stone Family Fund to help us because we won't give up fighting. We will not. Oh, I mean, I mean, Roger, Roger, you you went through the gauntlet. You could have lied about Trump and been left alone. They have, they've, they, they've, they, you live in an apartment. They have, they have nothing wrong with an apartment, but they've taken everything you have, and you literally are here asking folks for their support because you're a political target. If the public won't stand with President Trump, they won't stand with me. They won't stand with you. They won't stand with Owen. Then, then they'll never stand for anything. But the public is standing with us, absolutely. Now, in the little bit of time we have left, please get into what you think of Newsom, Biden's way past his expiration date. Uh, just give us a three-minute rundown on the current political state of things. Uh, it's pretty simple, Alex. Here's their fundamental problem. I think that the the ruling power elite, Barack Obama and the others, they understand that Joe can't get through another campaign. So they have to move him around. The problem is they have a woman of, of color as their vice president. Uh, and that's an important constituency within their party. So they can't just push Kamala Harris aside, but they know that she's actually almost as dysfunctional as Joe, even though she's not 100 years old, like Joe is. So they can only replace a woman of color with another woman of color, which is why I continue to say, as I've said on this show before, Michelle Obama will be the Democratic nominee for president. That's why they made the South Carolina primary first. That's why they essentially canceled the New Hampshire and Iowa contests, making a big mistake, leading them to RFK Jr., who's going to run up a big vote total there, a Pyrrhic victory, but an important one nonetheless. Uh, it's why the convention is in her hometown of Chicago. Uh, I, Gavin Newsom will be allowed as a white guy to be vice president. They will put him on the ticket so he can be vice president. Also, he's going to have to buy that. So they will make him raise a ton of money for the second slot, but he will do it. The Democratic Party will nominate Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom as their ticket. Now, how do I know this is true? Because the more Michelle Obama says, I'm not interested, I'm definitely not running, it's out of the question, folks, that's how you know it's going to happen any minute now. Well, well, Roger, Roger, you've been uncanny with how you predicted all this, and you've been saying this for two and a half years since they put a puppet um, O'Biden in, and, and we know that Obama's really running the administration. Now we see Washington Post, New York Times headlines, Obama's back. Obama's got to help Biden. Obama's been in the shadows, not really doing anything, not involved, because he's been totally involved. This is his third unelected administration. And, and, and Michelle's involved, and Michelle's really smart, and Michelle's really cool, and Michelle ought to run, and all these shows about Michelle, you can see it. You can see that they're going to try to run Big Mike. Well, look, anybody who Roger? thinks that she, anyone who thinks that she will not be a formidable candidate really doesn't get it. She's going to be very tough to beat, and that's who they're going to nominate. Uh, you know, it is, uh, it is always complicated in politics uh, to attack any woman opponent. It has always been uh, fraught with disaster. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to sit here and make jokes about her because that would be an egregious mistake. Uh, but they figured out that Joe Biden has to go. They'll probably allow him to pardon his son, his brother. And I predict before it's over, he will pardon himself, which, yes, 
he does have the authority to do. Uh, but he will soon be taken off the main stage. Their big problem right now is Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill likes the, the money. She likes the, the, the fanfare. She likes uh, the, uh, the pomp and circumstance. Joe has wanted this his whole life. At a certain point, Joe decided he wasn't going to be president. That's when the stealing really kicked into high gear. But now that he is president, he can no longer function. He, there's nobody home. I actually feel bad for him. I think it's elder abuse. I really do. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, when he says, uh, well, where's the money? The Patriot Sentinel, which is a great new publication out of Oklahoma, uh, they actually published documentation of where the five million went into an LLC controlled uh, from Burisma, controlled uh, by uh, by uh, the by Hunter Biden. I think it's Patriot Sentinel with an S, PatriotSentinel.com. An amazing article. You want to check that out. Uh, but uh, it is uh, it's extraordinary. The Democrats know Joe can't make it. Even if they try to steal it, it's not plausible. The man cannot stand up through a debate. They know that. It's only a matter of time before uh, he takes a powder. Now, if he doesn't go, if he refuses to go, they'll remove him under the 25th Amendment which is better than him just dying in his sleep. I've written a book on the assassination of American president. I'm sorry, but I don't put it beyond the ruling power elite to do whatever's necessary to get poor Joe Biden out of the way. We don't wish that on him, by the way, uh, but it's it's really time for him to go. Well, that's right. And, and some people think, oh, they'll never be able to get rid of Kamala. That woman can't even talk either. I think they're drugging her. I mean, she was dumb during the campaign and, and pulled they're her one half percent with black people. You're, you're going to vomit when I say this, but I have to say it. They're going to promise her a seat on the U.S. Supreme Court in order to step aside. <laughs> and and if the Democrats have control of the Senate, they could actually do that. Uh, they could actually do that. Uh, and right now they do have And folks, don't laugh that. and think they won't put that bumbling idiot there. Look at Fetterman. This is the new model. I mean, literal clown show. So they, they will they will conveniently get her out of the way. One of the greatest living Americans, General Michael Flynn. Uh, the president was with me. I, I'm amazed. This was between his being charged and being arraigned. How calm, cool, collected, determined, and talkative he was. If you haven't heard that, you can go to wabcradio.com and download it and listen to it now. But you're definitely not going to want to miss my show this coming Sunday, 3 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central at wabcradio.com. I introduce one of the greatest living Americans, General Michael Flynn. We're going to talk about the Cubans, uh, Chinese spy station in Cuba, what's really going on in the ground in Ukraine, uh, uh, the Chinese threats to Taiwan. We're going to be breaking it all down this Sunday at 3 o'clock. WABC Radio. All right, Roger Stone. Roger, thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. God bless you. All right. Uh, now, I have really saved the most important news to the end of the second hour. We got a lot more coming up, third hour as well. So I want to hit the situation in Ukraine that is the biggest development since the Russians invaded uh, February before last. And all major analysts agree is the closest to nuclear doomsday we've ever been. Worse than the Cuban Missile Crisis uh, in 1962. But everybody wants to know about the submarine. And quite frankly, it's a distraction. It's why I didn't talk about the submarine Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. But then I saw yesterday what I already knew, what I already talked about, and that is the Navy knew exactly what happened there. So 
Here's the different angles of this. The biggest angle here is that the public doesn't believe what the government says or the corporate media says. If they say Big Bird is yellow, people don't believe it. If they say fire engines are red, they don't believe it. If they say the ocean is blue, they don't believe it. And in a way, that's good. But to the establishment, do you realize how much you're not liked and the fact that you're out of ammo? And the fact that the more you demonize me, the more successful it makes me. That's not because I'm that good. It's because you're that bad. And so I don't want to just have some big, mindless, idiotic uh, war with the New World Order and the Democrats. But I understand you work for your boss, Satan, so you're not going to stop. You're not going to back down. You're not going to quit. But to the minions that are just mercenaries out there, I want to challenge you to come back to reality. And I want to challenge you to realize that you're on a losing team. And that if you have any children, particularly, you're destroying their future. You're not going to have to wait long to lose everything. Because if the New World Order gets its way, we are facing cataclysms that are just unspeakable. But I believe, just like God gave Nineveh a 100-year reprieve whenever Jonah was sent there, unwittingly forced to by God, that we can get a 100-year reprieve or a 50-year reprieve and more time. Because that's how God works throughout history. And I see the Great Awakening. And I see all the people finding God. And I know that there are still a lot of good people left. There's all those you know, uh, historical Bible uh, stories about, you know, God says, well, there's 100 people left in the city. I won't destroy it. There's 10 left. If there's, you know, two left. And then finally, there's nobody left, and God blows it up. You know, like I said, Sodom and Gomorrah, right, Pastor? I'm going from memory here. So whether you believe that stuff happened or not, the point is this is happening now. Mark of the Beast, world government, it's all being fulfilled. Open Satan worship. Target selling shirts that say we're going to cut Christians' heads off and your children belong to a satanic cult, we're going to have sex with them with a skeleton having sex with a, with a baby. I mean, you know, I mean, th- th- this is real, folks. It's not LGBT, not LGBTQ+. It's LGBTQXY, uh, PPP for pedophile, SSS for Satan. And it's everywhere. And it, it's only going to get worse because God is going to lower our shields just to let us see what evil's like until we repent. And I think if we repent and realize how real this is, God's going to protect us. But now is the time to realize how incredibly real this is. So the big takeaway is I've never gotten this many phone calls, not even when Jeffrey Epstein got murdered in the jail cell. By the way, former CIA director and former CIA operative and um, Justice Department director, Barr got confronted in Austin about obviously having Epstein's neck broken in three places and all those shenanigans and saying it's a, it's a conspiracy theory that he was murdered, even though we have the coroner saying he was murdered. So that's up on Infowars.com. In fact, Harrison Smith's going to lead with that when he comes in and co-hosts with me in the next hour. So I don't normally tell the guest host what to do, but I love Harrison. He's a good buddy of mine, and I want to make sure that gets aired. And he's loaded for bear because I'm going to jump out of here a little bit early and go with Pastor Rodney Howard Brown uh, to the uh, Trump Resort. We've got a little secret mission there tonight. And then I'm going to be on the Patrick Ben David huge podcast tomorrow. And I'll be back in Tampa tomorrow evening, and then on Sunday morning, 930 a.m. The church will kick off with a big Sunday service. Uh, and then at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, they're going to have an evening with Alex. That's me. Ask me anything. It, it, it'll go at least two, three hours. It's going to be on all the satellites, all the feeds uh, here uh, at the River Church's website, revival.com. So be sure and join us for that as well. Uh, but if you can't be here, whether you're in Japan or Russia or the U.K. or Australia or Mexico or Chile or wherever, or maybe the North Pole, you can tune in at river.com. We're also going to simulcast it over at infowars.com 
and Bandot Video, because normally we're live Sundays, uh, 4 to 8 p.m. Central. And uh, we will have a guest host the first two hours, but then at uh, 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern, we're going to simulcast that event as well at InfoWars.com and Bandot Video. So be sure and look for that. So the big takeaway on the submarine is the public does not believe it. And my phone has blown up just, just, I mean, everywhere. Hey, submarine, submarine. I I don't believe the submarine. I don't believe the submarine. I don't believe the submarine walking into these studios. I had like four or five people. Hey, what about the submarine? Uh, Pastor Brown, what about the submarine? And you know, his take is he didn't believe any of it. Uh, They probably just changed the identities of the people had this set as a distraction. Operation Northwoods, they describe a plane taking off with tail numbers with CIA operatives getting on with their kids blowing up another decoy plane with the same tail number, having the CIA aircraft land, change the identity of those families. This is an Operation Northwoods Declassified, 2000, from 1963, uh, and actually 1960. They brought Kennedy the plan to do this. He said no and fired the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So Rodney told me that he thinks, and he says he doesn't know this, but just believes nothing. And that's okay to believe nothing, they say. It's okay to believe Dusty Smollett wasn't attacked. It turned out he wasn't. It's okay to, you know, when you see footage of Trump blowing up Kurds and, and then it turns out it's gasoline cans being shot uh, at, at Knob Creek machine gun shootout. I said, that's fake. When I saw it, I said, those aren't buildings. Those are, that's Knob Creek machine gun shootout. Because I'd seen the footage of, 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 of barrels being shot with machine guns. And they said, there is Trump blowing up the Kurds. ABC News. I mean, uh, who was the NBC reporter, Brian, whatever his name is, that said he was shot down in a helicopter? I can't remember these idiots' names anymore. Brian Williams. The point is, you've been lied to so much, it's completely reasonable to not believe what they say anymore. But, again, they did lie to us. We don't know the full extent, but the Navy now says on Sunday they have incredible sonar in the area. They picked up the huge explosion. It's an implosion when these things compact under 10,000-plus feet of water. It's like, you know, more compact than jumping off the Empire State's building into the concrete with your head, smashed them all as flat as a pancake instantly. Then they picked up the sub, bounced on the bottom, and they knew right where it was, and they passed it on to the Navy and the White House, and they all knew they were dead Sunday night, and they just decided for four days to make it the top story to divert from all the other news and all the other information and the Hunter whistleblowers, the IRS whistleblowers, and the audio recordings of his dad in the meetings and demanding the money and, you know, the crack whores and the crack and the pedophilia and just that's a whole stack. Harrison Smith's going to be covering, I know, uh, coming up next hour. So, hey, we have a right to believe nothing these people say because they've lied so much, but it is a dangerous situation. Now, I told you that there was going to be a Russian invasion by late February in uh, October of 2021. But it happened exactly as I said, because I actually had military sources being deployed, and they said, yeah, it's going to kick off. The Russians have to move in um, you know, before the end of February, because then the, it thaws about a month later, and we've intercepted the Russian invasion plans. And so I, I have my sources. And, of course, we, we told you that. And I also told you, just knowing infantry maneuvers and tank you know, battles uh, and, and, and uh, infantry and tank doctrine, that it takes three, a force three times larger to break through and capture a dug-in force uh, and that it was hard for the Russians to go in and take part of Ukraine uh, in their zone they're setting up because that of that rule. But it would be just as hard or harder for the Ukrainians once they weren't the defenders. It's kind of like the Alamo where, uh, you know, uh, you know, 80-something Texans or whatever it was, they reported probably killed 2,000 Mexicans. Well, it's because they were the defenders, okay? And so it's hard to come up over that and get over the wall and, and, and do that. So it's the same thing. 
And I predicted that the Ukrainian offensive would be smashed flatter than a pancake, which it was. So I'm going to do five more minutes when we come back because I'm behind, and then I'm jumping in the van with Pastor Brown to go uh, to the uh, Trump operation and uh, do some stuff over there and meet some interesting people, do some interesting things. But I'm going to hit more of that invasion when we come back. But I have dropped the ball. I am listener-funded. I've done a one-minute plug today, and that's how we fund our operations with the satellites and the, and the infrastructure and the crew and the, the servers and the legal battles and all of it. So I want to encourage listeners to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy some of the great products. Get my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, both signed or unsigned. Get our great turmeric toothpaste that was really popular and sold out. Back in stock, fluoride-free, full of essential oils and more. My dad, a dentist, an oral surgeon, designed it. Got some other great toothpaste, uh, the uh, activated charcoal toothpaste. The essential oils is amazing as well. The people love the turmeric toothpaste. Infowarsstore.com or call toll-free, 888-253-3139. We also have other great supplements, great vitamins, books, films, T-shirts. That's how we fund the second American Revolution, 1776 worldwide. We'll be back with our number three statement. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But... Women like pink labels, men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula, and it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information. It's 50% off for a limited time. So get your super female vitality for men and women at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. Super female vitality, 50% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com.